0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pick A Podcast. My name is Joel Moran and today JC is not here. So River and I are your hosts and Jack Bartek is joining us for what will be a show dedicated to the NFL. So this is the first show that we're going to have that is actually dedicated to the NFL. We always had like a mixture of topics. But on this episode, we will debate who's the front runner to win MVP or the Patriots for real. If we are more impressed by Dallas or disappointed by Atlanta in the Cowboys comeback win, if Drew Brees is still good enough to lead the Saints to the Super Bowl, why so many injuries are happening? And we'll be discussing Carson Wentz and Kirk Cousins' horrible start and what 0 2 team is most likely to make the playoffs. And to end off the show, we'll be making our predictions for week three of the NFL. So how are you guys doing today?
1: I'm all right.
2: Can't complain. Other, a, other than having to watch the Jets this weekend. I had, yeah, man. I, I, was a, tough. I didn't
1: it, even finish bro. watching the game. Dude, I had to watch the Eagles. That was horrible.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: we're going to talk about Carson Wentz. That was That's the thing. I was saying to my one Eagles fan, like, at least as a Jets fan, I kind of knew going into the weekend, like, okay, we're going to get slapped. Like, we got no chance against the Niners. As an Eagles fan, like, you had to be feeling good about this weekend.
1: I don't know. I don't even know. I I, I
2: feel like at this point, you don't even know what to expect. Yeah, like,
1: our team is so, like, iffy, iffy. I walk into weeks 50-50 at all times. I don't know what our injury list is always going to look like. So, and I don't know how Carson Wentz is ever going to play. So, I just go in. Whatever. We win, we win. We lose. Okay.
0: I mean, you guys are in win-now mode. You guys got a bunch of corners. Uh, Nikhil Roby Coleman, Darius Slay.
1: He actually has been really good in the first two games. It's been the offense. It
2: really hasn't been your defense. Yeah, I saw now Rieger's out six to eight weeks. Yep, he's really good too.
1: Six to eight weeks. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> so, our first topic is we're going to debate who the front runner for the MVP should be. So, the big names right now that are circulating are Russell Wilson, of course, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, and then the obvious names like Patrick Mahomes and uh, Lamar Jackson. So who do you guys think is a front one runner to win
2: MVP as of now? <laughs> you want to start or you want me to start? got start. <laughs> it's, I feel like you could really make a case. I Personally, the three guys that you named, I think, are the top three in my opinion. Um, I think that you could make a strong case for any of the three. Mm. If I had to say one, though, I feel like it has to be Russell Wilson. And this is a guy who, if I read correctly the other day, he's never gotten an MVP vote. Yeah, which is never has. absurd really? to me. Wow. I didn't even believe it when I read it. I had to to do some research on it, but apparently he's never received an MVP vote, which is ridiculous because he's the second-best player in the league behind Mahomes. I think that that's not up for debate. Uh, But the season, the season that he's had, he's had almost as many touchdowns as incompletions, which is ridiculous. He's thrown at 82.5%, nine touchdowns, only an interception, and he's averaging 340 yards a game. That's a ridiculous season. They've had two really good wins. Although the Falcons win, they should have won that one. But the Patriots game, that's a tough win. That was a grinded-out game. And they played really well. I think that he's the guy, and I think that he is doing the most with the least. I don't really think that the Seahawks have a great supporting cast around him. They've
1: been like that for like three, four years Yeah.
2: And, you know, although I think you can make a case for the other guys, Kyler Murray, he's played really well so far, but he hasn't been as spectacular as Wilson, in my opinion. And I love Kyler Murray. I think he'll be in this conversation all year long because, like you said, I think they're going to be a playoff team. I don't know how they're going to sneak in in that division, but I think they're going to find a way. And Josh Allen, as much as I hate to admit it, has looked incredible to start the year. Um, The competition hasn't been great, I'll say that. I would like to see him do this against a Patriots defense or some of the out-of-division teams that they're going to end up playing, but through two weeks granted against the Jets and Dolphins, he's also looked really good, and that's what the Bills need. We said it last week, and although Bills fans went crazy about it and they can go crazy <laughs> need again. need more evidence. We need the, more evidence. The Bills are a really good team. They need Josh Allen to be consistent. He is the puzzle piece that they have been missing, and if he can play this well all year, they will be playing late into January.
0: You know, I was I never do this, but I was actually on a like the odd sharks to win MVP. I, I wanted to know what Vegas was saying.
1: So they just bumped up Russell Wilson, right? Vegas. Russell is always Wilson right. is
0: number one to win MVP plus two hundred forty odds. I'm just going to go down the list. I'm not going to name the numbers, but right. it's Wilson, Mahomes, uh Jackson, mm-hmm. Rogers, Murray, Newton, Josh Allen, and Dak. It's not and a bad list, in my opinion. I don't, I don't know why Josh Allen is so low. Yeah, and How is
2: Cam Newton
3: over him?
0: Yeah, I don't even know. Like, I Josh think Cam Allen, Newton's played well, but that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen should definitely be top four, top three. But if, to, to a certain extent... I think because of the competition. Yeah, that has something to do with it, and that's what I'm going to say right now. Is like To a certain extent, what we're seeing out of Josh Allen is kind of like what we saw out of Dak last year. They started 3-0. and <laughs> Dak was putting up these amazing numbers. And then they kind of slipped. They kind of stumbled. They didn't win many games. So is this going to happen to Josh Allen? I guess based off these predictions, that's what Vegas is predicting. Vegas is predicting that he's not going to be up there with Cam, with Wilson, with Mahomes, with Jackson, with all these other guys. I think Josh Allen can do it. I mean, he's the first Bills quarterback since Jim Kelly to throw for 300 yards in multiple games. And I just feel like his dual threat, his, his running ability and his ability to pass and a strong arm can really get him over the top. It really just depends on if, like, I want to see what he does against the Patriots defense um, and better defenses before I kind of make my final conclusion on Allen. But I do believe he's a good quarterback. But I do agree with you that right now Wilson is the MVP. Like, he has that one interception on his, on his resume, but I don't even count that because that was on Greg Olson. Greg Olson should have caught that pass And it ended up being a pick six, so I don't count that. Wilson should be the MVP. It's a shame he's never gotten an MVP vote in his career. And, yeah, that's my take on it.
1: Damn.
2: And and just one thing on Josh Allen. I said he played the Jets and the Dolphins already. This is going to be a little tough stretch coming up for him. He's got the Rams next. The Rams, the Raiders, the Titans, the Chiefs. Mm. So that'll be a tough stretch. They get a little bit of a cushion, and then they go to end the season. They go New England, Seattle, Arizona, bye uh, Chargers, Niners, Pittsburgh, Denver, New England, Miami. So that's, granted, they get Miami again in week 17. That is a really tough schedule to end the year.
1: Damn. Uh, <laughs> so you picked... Um, I picked Wilson. You picked Wilson. Damn. I'm
0: picking, yeah, I'm picking Wilson,
1: too. I want to I wanna say... Because you guys kind of said everything, so it's like... Because he only played the Miami Dolphins, and he played the um, the, who's Jets. The, other team? the Jets. But last year, he played the Jets first week. Played horrible. He was terrible he was against horrible. the Jets horrible. First three weeks last year, he was horrible. This year, you could see a little bit of difference. And the difference is Stephon Dix. He has a receiver who's one of the best route runners in the league. A receiver who can go down the field. And just to throw out his numbers, 727 yards, six touchdowns, no interceptions. Russell Wilson has one. Also, they put Cam up there. He has more yards, more touchdowns. Cam has one touchdown and one interception. So I I don't even...
0: Cam has four rushing touchdowns, though. He
1: does, but Josh Allen has one. So he has a 70% completion rating. So he's... Granted, yes, the competition is horrible. The Jets suck. The Dolphins aren't that good. But let's be realistic. Even with that competition, nobody seen Josh Allen was going to play like this. We thought he was going to be like, okay, he was going to be regular or he was going to be good we didn't see the improvement in his game. Now, that stretch that you just said is going to be a real test to his MVP campaign because he's going to play the Rams. He's going to have to play well. He's going to play the Chiefs. He's going to play the Titans. He's going to play Seattle against Russell Wilson. He's going to play the Cards against Kyler Miller. So he's going to have to show that why he's the MVP. But so far, I got Josh Allen just because of the simple fact of surprise and that he showed us. We None of us saw this coming. Regardless of who it was against, we didn't expect him to do this at all. So that's why I got Josh Allen.
0: I mean, his progression is a testament to him just being more accurate down the field. That was his, he, always his problem. Yeah, and I saw a pass that he made to Stephon Diggs, I believe, like late in the game in the fourth quarter versus the Dolphins. Oh yeah, that was just talking. an amazing pass. It was like a floating pass. And that, that was a great pass. Like if Josh Allen could be hitting those passes— he will definitely be up there in the conversation. You
1: can tell he's but, put in the work this offseason. Yeah. Do they better. face
2: Baltimore? I don't know. I don't think no. they face them at all this season. Just who's their Who's their toughest opponent? Chiefs, I'd say the Seattle. Niners. The well, right.
1: the, Chiefs, well the Niners obviously. are hurt, so I don't know if they'll be the same.
2: The good thing is they don't they don't play until week thirteen, so yeah. they should at least be. They're not going to get. I would
1: fully say their toughest guys. is the Chiefs.
2: Yeah. Wow. Which the Chiefs don't have a great defense. It's just defensively. Up actually, with
1: their defensively, I would say the toughest is Steelers or New England. Huh. The Seahawks.
2: They got to face the Seahawks too. But
1: defensively, I would say the Steelers would probably be their biggest head-to-head matchup.
0: Yeah, Steelers would be a
2: tough. But the thing is, them. like you just asked, who the toughest defense they face is, and we threw out five teams that it could have been. He's going to face a couple legit defenses this year, and it, I'll say this right now. I have him at two. And I'm incredibly surprised that he's played as well as he so has. So, Wilson, number one, and Josh Allen, too. That's where I would have him.
0: Right
1: I have now. Allen at one, Wilson at two. I have Murray at three, because he has the best receiver in the league, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. So no, Usually,
0: players him. don't win MVPs back-to-back years, but Lamar Jackson has the second-highest QB rating. Number one is Wilson.
1: Mahomes could win it, too, though. We're forgetting that. Mahomes could just sneak up I, and just I, win we're it. We're forgetting is.
0: about Rogers too. Rogers is playing phenomenal. All Dude.
1: six have a case yeah, to exactly. win it. like but.
2: The thing about like Mahomes and Lamar Jackson and Rodgers, in my opinion, is those guys, I feel like we expected this out of them. And and it kind of takes, like you said, you had Josh Allen for the surprise aspect. They don't have that. They don't have that cushion where it's like, okay, they're playing so much better than we expected them to. So they have to do that much more, which if anybody can do it, it's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I think –
1: I mean this, this schedule right here, because Josh Allen, we all can agree, his schedule last year was pretty weak, and he didn't play that well. He played okay. So this schedule this year is going to be a testament to how much better he truly got this year.
0: They're finally letting Russell Wilson throw the ball.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, no, he, that, he's oh different.
1: The, the, one he made to,
2: the one throw he made to DK Metcalf was just art.
1: No, he's different. Yeah. Or
2: the over the shoulder catch on Stephon Gilmore that was literally a work of art. I think that was actually great coverage too. Yeah,
0: that was, it was. great coverage. It just,
1: no, he's different. Russell Wilson is different. Kyler Murray is going to be special. Him and D Hop are going to be a very dangerous duo. It's just. I wish Russell Wilson in his career had like a D Hop oh or like a God. Stephon Diggs, like a guy who was elite at the receiving position. I think that's going to be DK. think so? Yeah, I, I think that him. is well, going to be DK. Wilson's 31, so. I wish he had it early, though.
2: Yeah, who's the best? He had like Doug Baldwin. Baldwin. He was he good. Wasn't Not, bad yeah, he was bad. He was good. He was good. Like, Sidney he had Rice solid right receivers, here. but he had like. High-level two, low-level yeah, guys. A, he never had guy. a guy. Devontae Adams, yeah. uh, DeAndre Hopkins, one of those guys. So it's a good point. It, and I think if the Bills, I'm going to throw a hot take out here. If the Bills can go 11-5, and five, especially if they can go 12-4, and four, Josh Allen wins MVP. Mm.
1: Mm. I think it all depends on. Because they, they
2: won't get to that point unless he continues to play at this level that's just- against that schedule. Yeah, I don't see how he could lose it at that point.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. I agree. I agree. Yeah, you're right.
0: I think their defense can win a lot of games. Yeah, their defense is super elite. Their I think. Is awesome.
1: I think with the MVP, it's just it's so like yeah, we talk about these three guys, but you can never count out Patrick Mahomes just because of how dangerous he is. He could just turn it up a notch, and he should win with, the
2: MVP every year.
1: Yeah, that's like last year. He was on par to win it before he went down with that injury. He was above and beyond the league. I think he was about five, six touchdowns ahead of everybody. He's about two, 300 yards ahead of everybody. He was going to win it last year, but he went down with that injury. So I feel like Mahomes, Lamar too, Lamar is exceptional. So with those two guys, you can never really have a bad week. And now you got Russell Wilson, you got Kyler Murray, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is still here. So Josh Allen is going to have to play great every single week.
2: And that's going to be a test with that schedule. And
0: we and Cam Newman is in that MVP conversation, so now we're gonna shift the focus off to the MVP talk and now on to the Patriots. After what you've seen from the Patriots versus Seattle, do you think that the Patriots are a legit a legitimate team that can make a run in the playoffs?
1: It's too early to say, but based off how they played Seattle, which that's no cakewalk, that's a pretty tough game. I think they can probably compete with any team in the league. I think they're going to make a run in the playoffs. I think they'll be one of the seven teams to get in. Because you can see with Cam, you can see how hungry he is, how aggressive he is. You can see he's got that groove back, so he's ready to come back. Julian Edelman also looks really, really good. And that defense still looks like it's one of the best in the league. So I think with that combination, and even though they don't have all the weapons or offense, they still have that offensive line. You still have Cam who can run and get a touchdown. So with all that together, I think they can probably compete with any team in the AFC. And I think they'll be one of the seven teams to get in.
0: You know, the main criticism on Cam Newton throughout his career has been accuracy. But he's finally in a system that takes advantages of his strengths, which is a short passing game. Right now, he's throwing 71% of his passes. He's completed 71% of his passes. And on Sunday night, 397 yards passing was the most he's had since his rookie year, like since 2011. (laughs) So they're doing something with Cam that is finally revitalizing his career. He looks like a great player. I mean, he's always been a great player. But, I mean, with me, I think that the matchup with the Bills is going to reveal a lot. I want to see what the Patriots look like against the Bills. Mm -hmm. and I want to see how Josh Allen looks like against the Patriots. I want to see how Cam looks like against the Bills and i feel like based off those matchups
1: well, last year they had two slugfests like great games last yeah. year both teams so. based
0: off those matchups that's who i think is going to win the division i think you know they can split it it can go either way
1: you think they both get in
0: i think they both get into the playoffs definitely when you have a great defense you 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 pass the ball short passing plays and you run the ball you can win a lot of games in the nfl in the playoffs it might be a little different but the worst case scenario from the patriots i see them going is 9 and 7 I agree. Best case is
2: 11-5.
1: I see a 9-7, 11-5 range.
2: It, it, my only question is, again, like I said with the Bills, is that schedule. They're going to be playing the same out-of-conference teams. The NFC West is ridiculously loaded. so They got Raiders
1: and Chiefs yeah, Broncos next year. They're
2: going to be tested every single week, week in, week out. Raiders, Chiefs, and Broncos?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see 3-2. and two.
0: I think Bronco, and then,
2: Broncos is the win. Yeah, and then coming out of their bye, they have a tough game. Coming out of their bye, they have Niners-Bills. And then they get the Jets. Then Baltimore. But then they get Baltimore, Houston, Arizona, Chargers, Rams.
0: I don't think Houston is a is that great of a like team. I think that I think next f- that, that four,
1: though, Niners, Buffalo, Jets, Baltimore is going to be yeah, a real yeah. tough stretch.
0: I think they lose to Baltimore. They lose to the Chiefs. But outside of that, I think every game is winnable.
1: I think the Niners are yeah. winnable. I
2: think yeah. the Patriots should be in every game, and that's more of a testament to Bill Belichick than anything. I mean, he is a genius. And— I was already saying I thought the Patriots had a chance to the playoffs before we came into the season because I'll never count out a Bill Belichick team. Mm-hmm. And now just seeing Cam through the first two weeks, the way he's played, he's obviously not the same quarterback he was in Carolina, but he looks as comfortable as he was in Carolina, throwing the ball, confidence. He, he's, not, he's never going to get back to that form, but he is showing signs of it, and I think that's super important. And like you said, the system that they're putting him in there in New England, it doesn't matter the weapons because clearly they have a lack of those, but they make it work with what they have, and their game plan is so simple that they can make it work with anybody. And I I really like what they've been able to do, and the fact that they they were able to do that against the Seahawks, even in a loss, they were... Two yards away from winning that football game, yeah, that was incredibly impressive was to me. Game.
0: And it's just been two weeks; like they had no preseason, preseason, no OTAs, and Cam only came in like August,
2: if I'm not yeah. Mistaken. He got
0: signed really late, so yeah, they're just late. starting to yeah. build chemistry. I think this team is going to be really dangerous. I mean, I think Seattle is one of the most dangerous teams in the league. And if you can take if you can take Seattle basically a play away from winning the game. And I think you can compete against any team in the NFL right now. Easily. So, uh, man, I can't even believe this happened, but <laughs> Dallas came back from 20 to zero. We but,
2: were texting it. Yeah.
0: That. You know what's crazy, though, <laughs> is that I watched the game because uh, I watched the game, right? And in the first quarter, Dallas fumbled three times. Dak fumbled, Zeke fumbled, and uh, Schultz fumbled the tight end, right? That's how Atlanta built that lead. And I think at Dallas, they went for like a fake punt on their own yeah, side of the yeah. field in in the first quarter, and they didn't get it. And Dude. that's how Atlanta got that 20-0 to zero lead. But throughout wow. the game, I never felt like Dallas was outmatched or outclassed. I always felt like they were moving the ball. They were just fumbling. And that's basically it. And I didn't think Atlanta was doing anything crazy on offense because Dallas forced them into two field goals. So when I saw that game, I really don't – like I could – it was kind of like – Last year, the Chiefs versus the Texans in the playoffs, when the you Texans never felt the Chiefs yeah, were going to lose, when the Texans jumped off to that big lead, it didn't really feel that big because it was just
1: in like the first quarter. They didn't because when the Chiefs, they didn't show you that they went down and consistently went down and drove and scored. No, it was off bad mistakes from the Chiefs, and that was the same thing. And that's why I would say I'm probably more impressed with Dallas at the fact that they made so many mistakes and still found a way to be resilient and come back and get the W. The Falcons are just a joke. That's ridiculous how you just blow that lead. But then again, they've shown us that they blow leads all the time. So, But shout out to Dallas for being that resilient. And even with all the mistakes and all the mishaps, they still managed to get it done. And shout out to Zeke. He's been balling. And he looks as hungry as ever. He looks ready to get it going. And I'm very upset that they won because I needed them to lose. But shout out to Dallas for the W. Uh, You
2: know, it, it's hard to be disappointed with the Falcons. <laughs> because they're just not a good team and to yeah. putting it frankly like they're just like you said the whole way it didn't matter how much the Cowboys were down you almost felt like you knew they were going to come back because they were beating themselves the three fumbles the fake punt it was just dumb mistakes and I think that that encapsulates what the Cowboys have been for the past like two years, two, three years, is they literally only beat themselves. Mm -hmm. Look at last season. No offense to the Eagles. Oh no, they beat themselves. That division was horrible. It was literally a competition of who wants it was theirs. Yeah, who wants to win it the least. And you know somehow they were far and away the most talented team in the division. Yeah. Somehow they didn't pull it out. And it's the same situation this year where the Cowboys are the most talented team in the division, especially with the Eagles dealing with injuries. The Giants and Washington football team don't even belong in the conversation. So it is the Cowboys' division to lose. And through two weeks, they have not impressed me whatsoever. So I, I'm not impressed by the Cowboys, but they did what they needed to do to keep themselves in it because they felt to 2-0. I, I I'm sorry. If they felt a one and one there and, and got that bad loss, I would have been on the fence about them.
1: You know, and Oh, and two. Well, you know what Dallas they last they, they 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 their team. If you go paper to paper, they have one of the most talented teams in the league. Yeah, at, for the last three four the, years, they
2: have the best offense on paper, in it, my opinion.
1: And like they walk in every like every game, you yeah, look at that roster do. and you say they can beat Dallas. Can beat them. Dallas can beat them. Dallas can beat them. So. Really it's been about just them mentally beating themselves, making stupid mistakes. Like how do you fumble three times in a quarter? Like stupid mistakes like that. Like if Dallas gets it together and puts that in their mental, like listen, stop with the mistakes. We can beat any team in the league. They they could, they should be running away with the division the last two, three years easily. And I'm an Eagles fan telling you that.
0: You know, I'm I'm impressed and both disappointed at both teams. <laughs> what, what I like watching a film like wow, Calvin Ridley I'm really impressed oh, by him. He's that. nice. Like, his, he's awesome. his route like running. like
1: baby Julio.
0: Yeah, though his route running. The, oh, my God. I think his route running. He can be probably a top five route runner in the NFL. He might be already.
1: Probably. Probably like five. Hayden
0: Hurst played phenomenal. Todd Gurley still up. hasn't got it yet. And honestly, I think Atlanta's linebackers are pretty fast. And I'm impressed by Dallas because they did come back. They ran the ball well. And I was more impressed with their defense than anything because – you know, letting your offense put you in these yeah. horrible situations they and not giving in. up touchdowns, exactly. They kept a minute. But I'm disappointed because, like you said, how is Dallas fumbling three times in a quarter? Why is Mike McCarthy, or I don't want to put all the blame on Mike McCarthy, <laughs> I don't even know who their special teams coach is, <laughs> but why is he faking punts on his own side of the field? He did it twice in a game, and they both did not get first downs. So Fool me once, it just doesn't make any sense. And then when you look at Atlanta— you're so disappointed because how do you not recover an onside kick? How do you <laughs> oh not understand God. the rules of the game that you're playing? <laughs> you're on special teams and you don't understand that. It just doesn't make any sense.
1: That game reminded me a lot of when we played Washington in week one. And we were Atlanta. We went up, <laughs> like we go up. Yeah. And then as soon as he comes to the second half, boom, pick, pick. Washington gets momentum, game over.
0: And people will look at the game and be like, oh, Dak had a great game. But in a fourth, Dak was this close to throwing two game ceiling interceptions, but Falcons just dropped them. They just dropped yeah. it. I think AJ Terrell, the rookie, he dropped one rookie mistake. Yeah, so like it's I'm just disappointed in I'm disappointed in Atlanta all the way. I'm just impressed with like a couple players, but wow, it's like I don't think the Cowboys, Dallas, can't if do I'm a this. Dallas fan, I'm not feeling optimistic about no. this win at all. And if I'm Atlanta, I'm kind of like. Yeah, we already knew this was going to happen. Or their defense isn't very good.
1: Dallas cannot do this and get a good team because it won't happen the way it just happened. They if won't. they
0: if they fumble three times against the Seahawks,
1: or they're the going to get blown out. Seahawks, I would say the Saints. You're not you're not going to win if you fumble three times in the first quarter. The
0: Cowboys would get blown out if they do that against any other team yeah, outside yeah. of Atlanta.
1: That's ridiculous.
2: And now they got the Seahawks coming up next. Yeah. So you better Ooh, get your act together quick. Yeah.
1: Damn. That's so. going to be a
2: great game. They that's, better. They better figure that's a, that's, it out
1: a, quick. that's a mark on the MVP campaign for Russell. Yeah, yeah. got to be a good one.
2: I could not believe the onside kick. I mean, that was just the most embarrassing thing. <laughs> yeah, it that was an Atlanta thing.
1: They're embarrassing. They
2: were just staring at the ball. It was. I don't understand how you could be confused about that. Yeah, it's ridiculous.
1: I feel bad for Matt Ryan.
2: Yeah, he he it's so de- good. He, he deserves better than what they've given Matt him Ryan. the past few years. Even the Super Bowl run, like. They they get into the Super Bowl, twenty five point lead and they blow it. He's he's a really. You know
1: what's funny about that lead? I kind of like kept talking about it. Like they're gonna blow this lead. Like they're gonna blow this lead. Like I just kept thinking about like not, Tom Brady's not gonna lose like this. Like or if he was gonna lose, it was gonna be like a yeah. seven point. Like yeah. he's not gonna lose like. And then they of how the you felt? This I turned weekend. the TV off. Yeah. I turned the TV. Did you really? Off. Yeah. I didn't turn. I really felt like Tom Brady was gonna come back. Like it was just something in me. Like he's not gonna lose like this. No. As way. a Jet fan, I just knew. Oh, like, yeah. you
2: just had that feeling that, like you said, he would never go out like
1: that. Yeah, he can't. No.
2: Matt Ryan, NFC South quarterback. Another NFC South quarterback,
0: Drew Brees, is struggling right now. <laughs> well, that I guess that's what the media is saying about him. But is Drew Brees still good enough to lead the Saints to a Super Bowl? Absolutely.
1: And I don't think, like, come on. I don't think he needs to be. Oh, I'm so sorry. I got to stop doing that. I don't think he needs to be, like. Patrick Mahomes or, like, Lamar Jackson. That team, New Orleans, is stacked. You know, you got Alvin Kamara. You got Michael Thomas. He didn't play last game. You got Michael You got Michael Thomas. You got Emmanuel Sanders. You got a pretty good offensive line. You got a solid defense. Sanders
0: had, I think, zero catches
1: last yeah, game against I the Raiders. He doesn't – I don't know what's wrong, but he's still solid. You know, you got Marcus Lattimore. You got uh, Marcus Williams. You got um, Marshawn Lattimore. I'm so sorry. You got Marshawn Lattimore. You got Marcus uh, Williams. You got Cameron Jordan. You got a pretty solid defense. You have the pieces. Drew Brees doesn't need to be elite, elite to get, make a deep run. He just has to be really, really, really good. And I think he can still do that. It's just, you know, it's been two weeks. Like you said, no OTAs, no practice really. So got to he got to get the rust off. He's also old as hell too. So
0: You know, I think he does have to be elite. You see the past Super Bowl winners – Nick Foles, he's not an elite quarterback, but he played like an elite quarterback in that Eagles run. He
1: played an elite one game. Against the Vikings, Atlanta, he didn't play good. Versus the Patriots, he didn't play elite. Oh, Okay, that's in the Super Bowl though. Used to get there, he he only played elite one game in Atlanta. He played horrible. That was a <laughs> that was a dugout game. That was the a defensive game. He didn't play. Don't do that. I <laughs> see what you. No, but he did. No, he did he, play elite though. Five hundred
0: yards against Tom Brady. I okay, think that's, that's in the <laughs>
1: Super Bowl. But he, to get there though, he only played elite against the Vikings, and they but,
0: but I say that to say this. Look, Drew Brees. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks of all time, but I'm really about to I'm really about to tell the truth about him. <laughs> He's kind of like what people would say James Harden is when he gets to the playoffs, and I love James Harden, but you know he has these great regular seasons and then his performance dips once it to playoffs. So in 2018, Drew Brees' quarterback rating in the regular season was 116. Mm. That's elite status. Then in the playoffs, it turns to ninety five point six. That's great, right? But that's not elite. He wasn't what he needed to yeah, be. How far did they go? I think they won a game at most. I think. Or I, I think twenty eighteen was a year that um, they called that call on the
2: yeah, the yeah, the, the non pass interference. Yeah, the non pass okay. interference. So Drew against Brees, the Rams, yeah, Drew Brees threw
0: a pick. Okay. You know, well, you <clears> okay. can't even
2: hold that against him, though. No, yeah, I can't. <laughs> but at the
0: end of the day, he sh- they should have won. But you had a chance to win, mm-hmm. and you threw a pick. Okay. Like. That's unacceptable to me. So that's 2018. 2019, okay, 2019, last year, you give Kirk Cousins
3: his like, yeah, I don't first know what, playoff win. I don't well, know I what happened second. last year. I don't know it might
0: have been one, but okay. Last year, Drew Brees was elite in the regular season. 116 quarterback rating again. In the playoffs, 90.4 quarterback rating. So why why is your performance dipping so much? Mm-hmm. I, I just don't get it. And I love Drew Brees, but I just have a gut feeling that they ruined his best years from 2013 to 2017. That's what. That's when Drew Brees was at his best, putting up five thousand yards, damn near a season, and you couldn't get to the playoffs because your defense was so horrible. And now, when Drew Brees started to decline, their defense is good, but he's not good enough to lead them that far in the playoffs. Mm. That's
1: good. That's a good point.
2: Uh, my biggest and and like you said, I love Drew Brees. So, you know it. Is upsetting for me to see him trending down because he was the quarterback that we grew up with. Him, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers—that was like the crop of quarterbacks that we grew up on. So to see him declining is—it's upsetting. I really like him as a player. Uh, he seems like a pretty good dude. And
1: didn't he say a racist comment like a couple months ago?
0: Nah, he didn't say a racist comment. It was—it was like
2: about the flag, but
0: yeah, it oh. no,
1: wasn't <laughs> yeah. racist.
2: Oh. Um, he—do I think that he can play good enough to take them to the Super Bowl? Yes, but. Like you said, I think they're a good enough team to get to the Super Bowl. I don't think it's going to be Drew Brees carrying them to the Super Bowl. I just think that they have a good enough unit that if he plays at the level that he's been playing at, I think that would be good enough that they could make a run. But I don't think that he's at a level anymore that he could carry them to the Super Bowl. And I think that he's been on that level like... You said he had he had that those prime years where he was putting up 5,000 yards a year. He was spectacular. Absolutely. He's not on that level anymore. He's no. not the same player. <laughs> and one of my biggest concerns is I was reading that this offseason he wanted to retire, and the Saints convinced him to come back. I think that he's done. Like I think he's just mentally checked out of it.
1: It's probably his last year. Yeah.
2: And, it definitely and, is. And now you see, looking ahead for them, they had Jameis Winston waiting in the wings for next year. Maybe he's the guy to take over. I don't know. He was hit or miss for the Bucks That's last year, guy. but <laughs> would they? Would the Bucks be better? Or I'm sorry, would the Saints be better off this year potentially with Jameis Winston than Drew Brees? We don't know because we don't we we can't see Jameis Winston in this system with Sean Payton with the LASIK eye surgery he got this offseason. That but would be scary. It would be very
0: interesting. It could to be see.
1: scary, and it also could be a very bad thing. But it would definitely be an interesting <laughs> yeah. thing to see happen. Yeah.
0: When we look at elite quarterbacks that lead their teams to the Super Bowl. Look at Mahomes, and well, when we look at elite quarterbacks in general, the Lamar Jacksons, the Mahomes, what do they have? They have the ability to run, and they have the ability to They're throw the They're also really, really young. Okay, and they have the ability to run down the field. But Drew Brees has never had the strongest arm. He's never been a dual-threat quarterback. In the last couple of years, I mean, look, he averaged in his first two games right now, he's averaging 4.8 yards, air yards per pass. That's the worst since Brett
2: Favre in 2009. Yeah, and and if you look at the receptions, it lines up. You know the two the, the leading receiver is Alvin Kamara with fourteen receptions, mm-hmm. and then the next highest receiver is Jared Cook with seven.
0: Yeah. So and last year, Drew Brees his he, like his passes per air yards was six point four. That was the lowest amongst any quarterback in the league last year. And then there's another stat on passes thrown thirty five yards or more in the air. In twenty eighteen, he went one for eight. He only completed one pass. Last year he was over five, so he only attempted five passes that went over thirty-five yards throughout the entire season last wow. year. I just don't think you can win like that. And in my opinion, they need it they need a spark. I think Teddy probably would have been a better fit for them now in this in this current day. And I think they need a spark, and I think that spark is Jameis Winston. I think Jameis is I isn't, knew you were going to say I, that. I don't. I don't think Jameis is Sheamus anymore. I think Jameis yeah. is legit. <laughs>
1: How, how, I, how do you how, you? how What evidence do you have for us to tell us that?
0: Because Jameis <laughs> threw thirty touchdowns, and I think in Sean. With no,
1: say the other stat. He in threw Sean, thirty touchdowns in what?
0: In Sean Payton's system, Jameis can be an elite quarterback, and I, I strongly believe in that. I think Jameis can really be maybe elite is a too too far, but yeah, I think he can be bit. a great quarterback in Sean Payton's system, without a doubt. Okay. Especially once they get Michael Thomas back.
1: Let me ask you a question. Just quick, just quick question. Do you think Aaron Rodgers was elite last year?
0: Thought he was great.
1: You thought he was great. Okay. Do you think the Packers were an elite team last year?
0: Um, certain parts.
1: So you don't think the Saints can make a a Packer like run this year where they get to the NFC Conference Championship because they have a better team than the Packers last year? If I don't think Drew so. Drew Brees plays just good because
0: Drew, Brees, like Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees. They're not even close right now.
1: Yeah, but the team.
0: The team, I think, it's pretty much the same. I mean, you you look at, okay, outside of Michael Thomas, you have no really, you have no threat of receiver. I guess people want to put Emmanuel Sanders there, but their offense without Mike Thomas is mediocre at best.
1: Outside of Devontae Adams, what do they have to throw the ball to?
0: The
2: Packers have even less, I would argue.
0: But I think they have a way stronger running game. Alvin Kamar is more of a receiving back. That's I think they okay. have more of a running game, and they can keep themselves and keep themselves in games like that. But I don't think I thought last year the Packers were one of the most yeah. overrated, good record teams. Right. Like, I don't think they'll go to the conference championship this year. I could, I may be wrong, but I don't see it. And the Saints, I don't see it either because I don't feel like they have a strong running game anymore. You have no threat of receiver outside of Mike Thomas. And their secondary looks kind of iffy. Janoris Jenkins gets a lot Whoa. of pass interference calls.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, but let's not forget what Marshawn Lattimore did the first week against Mike Evans. He's he's not a regular. He's on this. Mike a, Evans
0: was dealing with an injury, and uh, I think it's their, it's their, it's their Tom Brady in his first game. You, come on, their, sec, their come second, their second matchup, it won't be close.
1: Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I just feel like <clears throat> the Saints are easily a top five team in the NFC. Easily, without a doubt, I think it really is going to come down to matchups in the playoffs and who they play. And you're right. If Drew Brees, if 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 Drew Brees doesn't play well, they're probably not going to win. But I think he's going to play good enough towards. I think as the season progresses, he's going to get a little better and a little better. And if he plays good enough in the playoffs, I think they'll be okay.
0: And another thing, when the point that you brought up about the Packers,
1: oh, no, i was just their, asking a question.
0: Yeah, but their division was is is bad, right? Last year was bad. Now outside of Minnesota, but Minnesota, nobody really takes them seriously.
1: So (laughs) you you look
0: at the NFC South right now, Tampa Bay is there. If the Saints let let up, especially Mike Thomas missing the next couple of weeks, they can run away with this division easily.
2: The good thing is for them, though, the Panthers and the Falcons are not there. So yeah. they have that, but you know what? Lowing. They're
0: the Panthers and the Falcons will
2: make their
1: it's games a division competitive. game competitive. No. It's always going to be competitive yeah. in the but division. But even yeah. the
0: Panthers, I think the Panthers' offense is is really dynamic.
1: I think Christian McCaffrey's out for a couple yeah. weeks. Yeah, he's
0: he out. is. But you, Curtis Samuel is super fast. Robbie is too, and DJ Moore is a great receiver. No,
1: he's, like
0: he's, they got he's, some, he's they got some guys that can make plays in Carolina. And Robbie's like top five in receiving
2: yards right now. Yeah, he is. So
1: yeah, I like DJ. Moore. <laughs> He's really
3: good.
2: I have a question for you though. On one thing you said though, about bringing in Jameis, do you really think that they would bench Drew Did you Brees really for ask Jameis? Him like at, at any point in the season, I don't think that there's any. Unless Drew Brees literally throws like five interceptions a game, Which will I never don't, happen. I don't think they will ever sit Drew Brees for Jameis Winston unless yeah. there's an injury.
0: They have way too much respect for Drew Brees. Exactly. But yeah, unless there is an injury, they won't bench. Drew Brees but I think that Jameis is what they need I think Jameis is that guy E&W's pre-game motivating his teammates I don't know I just think they need something fresh I, feel like I think this, Jameis I feel is like, that
1: fresh I feel like it's better for him to sit just because of the simple fact to get the knowledge to get the behind the scenes work I think it'll be better in the long run if he just sits out this year watch Drew Brees work watch his final year and the next year really take the keys if he's Decides to stay. I got
0: drafted in 2015. I really... <laughs> James. I don't think he's... I think he's done learning. I think you could put him to play oh, now. Oh, no, no. There's I no such thing as done learning. I think that this no is perfect is, He's learning behind
1: him. one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. And, and
0: that's he's not, learning that so, system. That's not so great right now.
1: So? Still got knowledge. Still got wisdom. Like, who was he learning in Tampa Bay? <laughs> it was, like, he was throwing 30 touchdowns and 30 picks. Like...
0: Now, yeah, I get that. But I'm saying I don't think that... I think... One of it in Bruce Arians system, quarterbacks throw oh, a bunch of turnovers. I mean, it, it's a fact. Carson Palmer, Ben Roethlisberger, Andrew Luck, Jameis, like they had a bunch of turnovers. <laughs> that that's what happens in your first year of Bruce Arians did system. Any,
1: but thirty interceptions. He's a was, gun. Did slayer. anybody throw thirty? <laughs> He's a gunslinger.
2: <laughs> that, that's who he I, is. I really like Jameis, and I hope he decides to go back to New Orleans because that would be. So much fun to watch next year. I think that if you just ran it back with the same roster and Jameis Winston, I would be intrigued. He would stretch the field for him. And maybe you're right. Maybe he is. He'll exactly take shots down need, the field. Right? Yeah.
0: They'll, they'll definitely yeah. take more than oh yeah. Five no no yeah, yeah. Down the field.
1: Winston's gonna, gonna sling it. He's oh, gonna yeah. throw that ball, whether you're there or not. Yeah. He's gonna throw it.
2: And watching him with Mike Thomas would be oof. Mike Thomas is just the
0: latest of players that's injured right now. But these are the list of notable injuries. Nick Bosa, out for the season. Saquon is out. McCaffrey's out for a couple of weeks. Drew Locke, don't know when he's going to come back. It said eight weeks. Cortland Sutton, out for the year. Jimmy G is injured. Devontae Adams is injured. Oh, Jimmy G got hurt? Yep. Malik Hooker is injured for the year. Brandon Sheriff, Byron Jones, Tyrod Taylor, Anthony Barr, (laughs) Vaughn Miller, Danil Hunter, and the list goes on. There's just a bunch of injuries. So my question to you guys is that: Do you think why do you feel like there are so many injuries this year? Does it have to do with preseason?
1: I want to say yeah. No, I, I want to say preseason was the, the when when we started this NFL season, you had to rush into it. You know, you had to just get automatically get back to game mode. I feel like preseason is the time that helps your body get adjusted to football and get you back into swinging things. But with you know the stupid corona and Everybody having to adjust, everybody just walked in week one straight out and just had to go full speed 100. And that's why I feel like the injuries really came sudden, like they threw everything off because in the preseason, you get short reps, you get, get the wind out of you, you know, you get to adjust, play a little bit, but it's like now everybody's just jumping in. So the injuries are affecting a lot of teams.
2: Uh, I think that some of it has to do with just the NFL being what it is in a Incredibly violent league. Mm-hmm. And I know we were watching the 49ers this weekend when they suffered three different injuries. And I think that at least the Jimmy G injury and the Nick Bosa injury, those were just freak accidents. Like the, those were things that are going to happen no matter a normal year, uh, coronavirus shortened preseason. So, like those injuries are going to happen no matter what. But I do think that some of it is. A, their body's not being ready or in, in playing shape. You know, At this point, they would have had a couple of weeks of OTAs, a month of training camp, four preseason games. So they would have been going right now. Yeah. And now this is essentially like we hear it at, at the beginning of OTAs too, people dealing with injuries. Not like this, but it's because they're not working as quick and as violent and taking these big hits. So now it's like you're combining those injuries at the start of OTAs with the violence of playing games, and you're getting the result. And I think also it's guys who, along with their body not being ready, it's things like they don't have their technique down or or something like that. Nobody was in playing shape coming into the season, and I think you're seeing that with these injuries. And as much as the players don't like the preseason games and they want to get rid of them, I I think it would be very short-sighted for them if they did that.
0: I have a really simple answer to this, and I think it's just bad luck. And I feel like we can't use anecdotes to come to a full-on conclusion that, oh, this is why we need to keep preseason or why we don't or whatever. Because players don't like the preseason. They don't feel like it helps them at all. I think it helps the undrafted free agents get a roster spot and for late-round picks to prove themselves. But we're Jets fans. We've seen it last year. Avery Williamson out for the year in the preseason. Like, we've seen this before, and... This isn't the only year where we had a bunch of injuries. I mean, look at, look back at 2017. So Aaron Rodgers gets injured. Deshaun Watson out for the year. Carson Palmer out for the year. Richard Sherman out for the year. David Johnson, when he was still good, out for the year. (laughs) JJ Watt out for the year. Odell out for the year. Andrew Luck out for the year. Ryan Tannehill tears his ACL in practice, right? Before the season, before the preseason starts. Julian Edelman gets, gets, gets a torn ACL. And is out for the year he played in the preseason. Dalvin Cook, torn ACL, out for the year. Like, these are all guys that got injured and they were out. And I think right now we're just jumping to a conclusion because unlike these players at that in 2017, it was kind of spread out, right? They got it in preseason week three and, and OTAs or like week two, week five, week six. It just so happens that week two in this year, a lot of players got it hurt.
1: I agree to an extent, but you got to – I also agree with him to an extent too because, like he said, 2017 wasn't the same as 2020.
2: Yeah, it's a combination of both. Yeah. Like as much as I agree with you, it's going to happen. That That's the nature of yeah, football. Just, for guys football gonna is going hurt every week. And but the, I, I do think that some of it is that their bodies aren't – I mean like especially a guy like Saquon where you see his running style. He is herky-jerky. And, and power, like he is going full but throttle. That, that
0: also might be a reason why he got hurt, because we've seen the same thing with, with Bo Jackson. He's kind of had like a similar running style. Did you style see the way he got hurt, Bo Saquon? Saquon, yeah, I saw it.
1: Yeah. And his knee just buckled. Like Bo yeah.
0: Jackson kind of gave out the same way, you know, when he was running, when he was still playing at a bit, like at a you know, at a high level. And why I use twenty seventeen as an example is because quarterback is probably the safest position outside of maybe kicker and punter. Mm-hmm. That you can have you can be right and they got so many injuries in 2017 like these are players that are getting hurt now that are running backs that are defensive ends players that got to be physical on every single down on every single play. So I just feel like it really just is in the nature of the sport that football is going to have injuries. That's why it it, all it takes is for basically a couple injuries to ruin a team season. You always have to kind of hope for that your team is healthy. I mean, the Eagles have been injured yeah. for the last couple of years. We we know the Jets can't catch a break with injuries. Last Avery year, Williamson.
2: Last year, we had like 17 players in the IR.
1: The Niners, the injuries have been really devastating this year, too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, and that's going to hurt them all season long because a couple of those guys, they lost for the whole season. And I know Jimmy G was a high ankle sprain. And for anybody who's had high ankle sprain, that's sometimes worse than breaking your ankle. That's going to be bothering him the whole season, probably. It, it could be, I should say. But. If I'm not mistaken, all players make the same game checks for preseason games. I I feel like I've heard that somewhere. Maybe I'm wrong, but obviously no player wants that. And as much as understandable why they wouldn't want to play the preseason games, the potential of getting hurt, I think that they should at least... Keep the two, like they were talking about. If I'm not mistaken, that was their original plan. Yeah, two was it cool. or three games, yeah, I keep think. Two. And I like two. It gives you a chance to get your body right, especially with having the training camps, the OTAs, like normal. And it also gives you a chance to, like you said, evaluate the UDFAs, the, the draft yeah. picks, and so on and so forth. So I think that, like we mentioned, some of it was not having any of that preseason and their bodies not being ready, but... At the end of the day, a lot of it is just an overreaction to what football is, and that's going to be injuries all season long. Yeah. And if you think about it, if we never had the preseason,
0: we wouldn't have Austin Eckler. We wouldn't have exactly. a Victor Cruz. Vic- yeah, Victor Cruz. And, you know, the these one. guys came out of nowhere. But even, even
2: Odell was. Odell? His first, his first moment was in a preseason game against the Jets. Dak, too. Yeah.
0: Dak.
1: No, that's facts.
0: <laughs> Which team do you think is gonna, these injuries are going to affect the most?
2: It's got to be the Niners right now.
1: Oh, uh, I was going to pick a different pick. Oh. Who is you going to pick the Niners? I'm picking the Niners, too. You well, well you're
2: going to say the Eagles, I would imagine.
1: Uh, that actually wasn't my pick either. Really? No. I was going to pick Denver.
2: Oh. oh. That, well, they're also I was going to pick Denver Drew just because
1: they're, they're so young, and they were walking into this year with a lot of optimism. Like, okay, Drew Locke. We're going to see how he really is his first full year. With Cortland's son, Vaughn Miller was going to be there. They got Justin Simmons. He's really good. They got A.J. Bowie. They came in. They thought they were going to be a very good team that's going to compete and play. And then you lose Sutton for the year. He's still young. You lose Von Miller. He's 31. That ACL injury is going to hurt him down the stretch. Then you lose your quarterback for eight weeks. It's not going to help. That's why I was going to pick Denver.
0: I think Drew Locke is out for like three. I could be mistaken, though.
1: I could have said my team, but we're always injured every year, yeah. so that's like not a surprise. AJ
2: Boy is injured too. You make, a, you make a good point about the Broncos. If for no other reason, then it's Drew Locke. And if it is eight weeks, that's something that cripples your whole season. <laughs> the, the reason I say the Niners is because you look at the guys that they're missing, and that, Nick Bosa, first of all, immediately takes that defense down a notch. Absolutely. Missing him for the year. Sherman is out. Sherman's out. Uh, they also lost... Uh, D. Ford. Yeah. Another defensive I think lineman, Debo too, in, still the, not in, back. in the Jets game. Yeah, Debo, they lost another defensive either. lineman. Solomon Thomas. Yes, Solomon Thomas. Literally did Mostert. play after Bosa. They lost most Kittle. And oh, see, I didn't know, I didn't know. I didn't know injury. all of those injuries. Jimmy G. And Jimmy G, like, like I said about the high ankle sprain, that's something that's going to linger, and it might like he'll probably be back in a a, a week or two, but that's something that he is not going to move the same. And as much as he's not a running quarterback, he's mobile, and and I think that that's a pretty good dimension of his game is he can get out of the pocket and move around, and that's something that's going to impact his game all season long you talk about those
0: injuries and and that's why i feel like the 49ers aren't going to make the playoffs. Oh. You know, you went that far. Yeah, they're not going to make the playoffs. Oh, 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 they're not because <laughs> you, the, you look the division,
1: you uh, look at the division.
0: Uh you look at that division and you got the Cardinals who are probably going to start 5 and 0. The Rams, oh, yeah, the Rams it. are no joke. Their old line is healthy now. The Seahawks. The Seahawks like 49ers that, that might they tough. might finish last in that division.
2: They might finish last. All right, so they got Right now, they got the Giants next week, which God only knows that they'll play that game because apparently they're apprehensive about playing it on the MetLife turf. Because I don't know if you guys heard about that, but that was. They're complaining about the turf. They're complaining about the turf at MetLife because of all the injuries. So the NFL is doing like an intensive, uh, whatever. You know what's the thing about
0: that? Is that they said that, but in week one, they lost like three players to injuries. Yeah, exactly. On their field. And
2: and that turf has been there all preseason, all preseason. You know, anything that's been played there since the teams got back and started ramping up their workouts and stuff, the Giants played a game there. So, that's interesting. So um, Giants. So they had the Giants, the Eagles, the Dolphins.
1: I'm going to go out and limp here, and I think we can steal that W.
2: Those, yeah, three, those three are the ones that they really need to capitalize on. No offense to the Eagles, but with the injuries no, that they're they dealing with, they need to. that's the three that they need to get because then they go Rams, Patriots, Seahawks, Packers, Saints, Rams, Bills, God damn. and then they close out the season with the Washington football team, and then Dallas, the Cardinals, and the Seahawks. Like yeah. that is a ridiculous. I schedule. just
0: don't, I don't see them making the playoffs, especially losing Nick Bosa. Yeah, I think they try to replace him with Ziggy Ansah,
3: but it's, it's like, another guy,
1: another guy got picked up. It was Ziggy and somebody else. I forgot his name now.
0: But I just don't feel like the Forty Nine ers are going to make the playoffs. They have too many injuries and. I don't think they can bounce back from this. And like you said, Jimmy's going to be struggling with that high ankle sprain for a while. And Jimmy, I think, is, is above average as is. So with him having a high ankle sprain, he's going to be what? An average to, to like whatever quarterback? You might, you know, I saw Nick Mullins play his rookie year. He's not a bad quarterback. If Jimmy G has a high ankle sprain, I wouldn't be so sure to start him over Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins isn't bad.
2: I, I you can definitely let's, keep them let's, above water. Let's hold out on that and see how like Jimmy Chirico. Nick Nick, Nick Mullins isn't
0: a, Nick Mullins isn't a Nathan Peterman, right? He's Don't not. You, a, no, but he's I not, he's not a he's Nathan not a Trevor Simeon. He's not. He's better than Trevor oh, that. Simeon. How wasn't how that bad yeah, though? Yeah, he played solid. He played, played all right for a little bit. Now, in.
1: Trevor Nathan Peterman is horrible. Now,
2: if you want to say Luke Falk, he's not Luke Falk.
0: Now, but to even look at Nick Mullins' rookie year, like when they didn't. When I think they had worse weapons, definitely worse running game. He played pretty good. He wasn't bad. I think he just got time to learn. He obviously isn't no great or good quarterback. But
1: well, I mean, Jimmy G is great.
0: He won't. He won't lose you a game. <clears throat> no,
1: but, but he, he also won't make plays to. You a he game, won't make yeah. plays to win you
0: a game either. He sounds
1: like Jimmy G. Like you really just explained, Jimmy G. He won't but lose you G, a game. Jimmy G is Jimmy
2: little, G's, Jimmy better, G's but better.
1: He's yeah. above average. I mean, you talk about this guy ain't that bad. <laughs> he's
2: the same kind of quarterback, but Jimmy yeah. G is just more. I'm talented saying than Nick saying. Mullins.
0: Versus a Jimmy G struggling with a high ankle sprain? I, well, no, because you said, you said Nick, Nick Mullins, Mullins
1: was a guy who won't lose you the game and won't win you again. That's how I feel about Jimmy G. He's that He fits in that mold of starters in the league that won't lose you the game but won't necessarily come out and win you the game on a consistent basis.
0: Yeah, yeah he fits the mold, but there's also like, I mean, you could say that about Tyrod Taylor and like, I guess, a Dak, right? Well,
1: Tyrod used to be good. Well, he but used to be a you starter. You would take
0: Dak over Tyrod. I think, da- though, no,
1: no, like I think Dak is a little kind of higher than that. I think Tyrod- Dak can win you a game.
2: Tyrod got stabbed in the back by his. Own. He's not a starter anymore. Yeah, yeah. Justin Herbert <laughs> fixes in Justin we'll Herbert. We'll see how
0: Justin Herbert Do Do does. I mean, it was, it the was Niners,
1: the Niners, absolutely. Of course, the Eagles are on this list because they're always injured. We got about eight guys on IR right now, so that's another thing. But I'll pick the Broncos because. So
0: these are quarterbacks that are actually not playing good at all. Prior <laughs> right. I mean, they had high expectations coming into the season. It's Kirk Cousins and Carson Wentz. I it's mean,
1: gotta be more than that. I can't believe you just only named two.
0: I mean, who's more who's more to, I mean, they're the only teams that are 0 2.
1: That's not true at all. You I could mean, you could put Sam Darnold on that list. No, nah, but like the <laughs> teams the teams that are 0 2 Falcons are 0 2. The teams that are
0: yeah, but Falcons right, they, it's not because like. Of Matt yeah, Ryan. It's not because of Matt Ryan.
1: We're not you know what? All right, whatever. So
0: look, who's more to blame for their team's horrible start? Kirk Cousins or Carson
1: Wentz? Carson Wentz. And I'm an Eagles fan. I'm going to tell you Carson Wentz. He's been absolutely horrible. I've been thinking about trying to go 0-16 and drafting Trevor Lawrence. That's how bad he's been. He's been accurate on almost every – it's like he comes – it's like he walks into a game. He plays well the first half. We look good. We look good. Second half, he starts making dumb mistakes. He throws it in double coverage a lot. He's missing a lot of guys on his throws. Granted, our receivers have been dropping past it. He hasn't been – Targeting Zach Ertz as often as he used to last year. But Alshon Jeffrey, he just got healthy. Deshaun Jackson got benched last game. Jalen Rieger, he went out. We didn't have Lane Johnson for a couple games. Brandon Brooks is also out for the year, so we didn't have him. We have two guys who are a year or second year players in our offensive line. So there's also been a lot of that. But at the same time, we played the Redskins and we played the Rams. So the Redskins was a game where we should have. They're good, but we should have won that game. And then the Rams, I feel like it was a winnable game too. But he's just – it's been Wentz, bro. I can't even explain to you how – it's just – it's been Wentz. He sucks.
2: I thought it was crazy when us Jet fans were talking about potentially tanking for the number one pick and drafting Trevor Lawrence, but I have never heard an Eagle fan say nah, that. I wouldn't, yeah, I,
0: I,
1: yeah, that's a first I mean, movie. he was an
2: MVP – Wentz was an MVP candidate just, the last before time. He was I, before I healthy. do
0: that, I'll let Jalen Hurts play.
2: Yeah. As,
1: I mean, you, I forgot we had him. Spent he, a second yeah, round pick on had him. <laughs> Honestly, he just made second string. So he like no cap. He literally just got promoted second string. So I would play him. Play him. Wait, what's the worst that can happen? Oh, and two. Play him.
0: <laughs> this is why it's not Kirk Cousins. <laughs> 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 this this is why it's not Kirk Cousins. Okay. I feel like Kirk Cousins gets blamed for everything. He, loses on, he, oh, he, he, for he everything. loses on primetime TV. Oh, it's Kirk Cousins, this, 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 that. Okay, but look look at this. The Vikings secondary is depleted. They lost Mackenzie Alexander, Xavier Rhodes, Trey Waynes, right? They, they replaced him with, I think, a, a rookie. I think two rookies and, like, Mike Hughes, who's, like, an average corner at best, right? Yeah. And then you lose Ever, Everson Griffin. Try to replace him with Nagakwe. And Michael then you Pierce lose, is out for the year, too, I yeah, think. You, you lose Linvo Joseph. You try to replace him with Michael Pierce. Michael Pierce opted out for the season. And then you lose Stephon Diggs. I mean, Stephon Diggs is...
1: Granted, though, Jefferson has been playing yeah, good.
3: Yeah. Jefferson Justin hasn't been playing that good. The
1: rookie? He's been huh. playing really good. Man, well, maybe been, it was one game.
0: I've been watching the games, and he has not flashed once. <laughs> like, I've not, I've not looked at the game and been like, wow, Justin Jefferson is
2: balling. I could be talking about the wrong person. Thielen's also having a, a really good season for himself. Yeah, he's, Coming into he's pretty that good, one but role undisputed. Th- this is
0: what I think. It's like, okay, you lose Daniel Hunter for a couple weeks. He's on IR right now, and then your only proven receiver is Adam Thielen. Last year, he played 10 games, and ha- he barely cracked 400 yards. Now you're counting on, OBC oh, Johnson and Justin Jefferson, a, a really skinny slot. Hey. You know, he, he, was, he was great. <laughs> he was great in an LSU, but I don't see him... Like, being that great of a pro, I have receivers over him. Jerry Judy, C.D. Lamb, LaVisca Chenault, Henry Ruggs. I Like, even a guy like Brian Edwards on the Raiders right now, like, I think he looks better than him. So, I think Justin Jefferson, he got a lot of hype coming out of LSU because he played with Burrow. He played in a national championship game. But everybody knows that was Jamar Chase. Like, Jamar Chase was that primary option that took the attention from the defense, allowed Justin Jefferson to get open. And the NFL is not so easy. When, when you're really skinny, it's hard to really get open. And you're not that fast. Justin Jefferson isn't a speedster, so he can't really get open. Then you look at the Eagles. I mean, what doesn't Carson Wentz have? Like, we talk about these offensive line injuries, but this year, for the first two games, this is Wentz's lowest pressure rate of his career. The two, I think, look, like, Lane Johnson is winning 100% of his pass blocks the he's fourth, only played one game, though. The fourth-round rookie, Jake Driscoll, is winning 100% of his pass blocks as well. <sighs> Nate Herbig, I don't even know who that is, but he's winning 96% of his pass blocks. He's and still, then Jason Kelsey's winning 96% of his pass blocks, oh he's which is win. top 10 for centers yeah. in the NFL. So he has an offensive line. You have Goddard. You have Ertz. Deshaun Jackson is healthy. I don't, he's, I don't think
2: he's playing that well, but he, He's healthy, you got, you got
1: right? benched week one.
2: 12 for 30, 12 for 131 and a touchdown is what he's done this year. He, Wentz has also been sacked eight times, though. So as much as he's had time.
1: That was I, in one game. That was
2: in one
1: game. But I
0: think
2: those sacks, obviously
0: it was pressure on him, but I think a lot of those sacks are him putting himself in those situations to get sacked. What? Because if you're going to get sacked, you got to throw the ball away.
3: I mean, you if, you, if nobody's
1: you open, though, like, if you try yeah, to make but not a, throw, throw it to receiver, him, but, his
2: receivers are bad, though.
0: But you have to throw the ball away. Like, you just can't take sacks. Like, That's I don't, I, I, I mean, some, I guarantee you most of those sacks aren't because he was blindsided. It's probably because he held to the ball
1: too long. Some of them were blind. It was like a mixture. You, it reminds me of,
2: it, it, it honestly reminds me of a less exaggerated version of what Sam Darnold's going through. I think the numbers look really bad, reflect really bad on Wentz, but when you look at it, I just don't think he's in a position to succeed right now. His receivers aren't very good. His line is is okay. He's a obviously a much step above the Jets, and his run game hasn't been great. I mean, Miles Sanders, he's been here and there, but he Fumbled hasn't been what a lot of people week. have expected him to be this season. So as much as he's in a better position than Sam Darnold, it's a similar spot where nobody's really producing around him and although you can blame it on him I think some of the fault at least has to go to his supporting cast. I blame
1: him because the defense has held their own for the past two weeks and as well it's not just him but it's him turning the ball over Miles Sanders came back he he was turning the ball over but you like I do agree with Joel on some parts you have to you can't hold on to the ball too long you got to make a play and at the end of the day if we're gonna pay him like a franchise quarterback he's gonna have to show us what he can do and Everybody's back this week except Rieger. He just went out, so we got Alshon back, Deshaun's back, and Miles Sanders fully back. And we play the Bengals, and they honestly, I really think they can beat us.
2: Yeah, I I, I also like the Bengals.
1: Though. Yeah, I don't I, think that's I an easy. Think I don't think that's a well. walk. I don't think that's an easy win
0: for me. I say that is because. The Eagles went out. They they went out and addressed the secondary because they want to win now. They went the out and drafted. Secondary has been solid. They went out and drafted a receiver in the first round. Everybody, every Eagles fan wanted Justin Jefferson, but thank God they didn't listen. Oh, because they got you wanted Justin Jefferson. No, I didn't. Yes, you I, did. No, I wanted Ceedee Lamb. I told
1: you that. But if he wasn't there, you wanted Justin Jefferson. I didn't even think about Justin Jefferson. I
0: I could pull up the tweets. Yeah, I didn't say to, Justin. Did you Jefferson. You want
2: Jalen Rieger, though?
0: No, I I I, I, don't I, think I, anybody I didn't would. want I
1: didn't because I didn't know who he was. When I mean, he he told me about Jalen, but I never said anything about Justin Jefferson. I was mad about CD. He told me no, Jer- Rieger's good. That's what happened.
0: Look, Jalen Rieger, He's a four three guy. He's a burner. You got two burners yeah. in Deshaun and Jalen when they were playing, and Wentz couldn't capitalize on that. Like in my opinion like it, Kirk Cousins and Wentz's stats are similar two two touchdowns, four interceptions each, but Wentz has two fumbles as well. So he has more turnovers and Wentz has 50 fumbles in 58 games, which is the most of any QB. The only one that's behind him is Jameis with 44 That's the only, oh that's the only quarterback. So Wentz is pretty much fumbling like once a game. Yeah. Right. So I just don't think that's a recipe to win and, People in the offseason were, you know, making these videos convincing the world that Wentz is this elite guy. This, uh, he's definitely a guy that I'd pay like top money to. It's like, you know, Deshaun, Mahomes, Jackson, and
2: they put Wentz in that category. I don't. I well,
1: I, I think, think he's a notch cl- below.
2: I think that's crazy to put him in that category, but I think that category is I've in heard the it. Upper I've, heard by it from people. I've heard it from people. I so. agree. I, I think,
0: think and, he's a notch below, yeah, though. I agree. And
2: while and while
0: he's talent, he's more talented. Than Dak. Dak just has better leadership qualities. And it's it it's always gonna be about Dak or Wentz, because they were in the same draft class, they're in the same division. Like Wentz is more talented, but Dak just has
2: better leadership qualities. Well, what do you think about that? You're the Eagle fan here. No, who, would right. you, who would you rather have right now? Dak who would or I Wentz? rather
1: have Prescott? <laughs> Um, who would I, right now, or are you yeah. just talking about in general? Like, if I had to look at both of their careers.
2: No, I'll say right now.
1: Oh, right now, I would take Dak.
2: Oh, but Dak. if you look at their careers, you would say Wentz?
1: I would say Wentz, just because I can't go, I can't, I don't think that year we won the Super Bowl, Dak was going to take us 11-2. So I just, I can't. Go back yeah. and take that year back. It's hard to erase that. Yeah, MVP I can't. But I, I, I do
2: think it's a lot. Like I think the career wise, I think it's a lot closer than people make it seem. I
1: think Dak has been healthier, so I would always want the yeah. mobile, like yeah. the healthier guy. Dak has always been healthier, but I do feel like, in their careers, Dak has always has had for the most part the better team.
0: I guess now Eagles fans understand yeah, why Jalen Hurts was drafted, because if Wentz keeps playing like this or he gets hurt, it's Jalen Hurts time, and we'll see what he's gonna do.
2: Right, that would great. be such a setback for them, though. And it's my same thing about uh, – it's. It, I keep – feel like we're talking about the Jets here because it's the same way I feel about Sam Darnold is as much as I can <laughs> see it coming, it would just set us back so much to have to draft Literally. a new quarterback and start over or for you guys to have to start over with Jalen Hurts. And we just paid him $35 yeah, million. exactly. Dollars. And if we're talking right now, I think I agree with you guys. Carson Wentz is the most to blame through these first two weeks. yep. But if you asked me who do I think is going to turn it around or who I would put my money on to turn it around, I would say Carson Wentz. I'm not a huge Kirk Cousins fan, and I think yeah, that I'm not either. with the Eagles' injury situation getting better throughout the season, hopefully, I think that Carson Wentz will be put in more of a position to succeed, and I think that he will find his footing. So there are 11
0: teams right now that are 0-2, Minnesota and Philadelphia being amongst them. So what 0-2 team is most likely to make the playoffs, and I'll name them right now, the Bengals, Mm -hmm. the Dolphins, the Jets, the Broncos, the Falcons, the Giants, the Lions, the Panthers, the Vikings, the Texans, and the Eagles. And before I let you guys answer only 11% of teams in league history have ever made the playoffs after dropping to 0-2.
1: So I'm liable to say none of them.
0: You can say none of them <laughs> if you want.
2: but you know. well, Off the bat, I'm just going to say the Bengals don't make it. I don't think the Dolphins or the Jets make it. Yeah, the Broncos don't make it. Broncos the Broncos don't make the it. The Bengals don't make it. The Broncos don't make it. The Giants don't make the it. The Giants don't make it. The Panthers don't make it. The Panthers so, I don't guess make the, it. The, I don't think the Falcons let make it either. Let me,
0: so the teams are the Vikings, Texans, Eagles, and Lions that have a chance. I think the Lions have a chance. I, you might not feel the
2: same way, but I feel no, like I, the Lions have a chance. He, and here's the argument for the Lions or the Vikings. Either one of these teams is the Bears are relying on Mitchell Trubisky to play at a high level, and the question is, is he going to do that? He hasn't shown me enough in his career for me to feel good saying I trust him the rest of the way. So I could see the Bears crumpling. And the same thing with the Packers. It's like, as much as I love Aaron Rodgers and I trust him, I don't trust that supporting cast as much to go through the whole season playing spectacularly. And even if they do, that's only the division winner. The wild card spot is always open. So I think that those two teams are in a good spot in that division, just like I would argue that the Eagles are in a good spot. Before to come you even back stop, let me
1: just run you our schedule before you even say that. Cincinnati, San Fran, Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Then we got the Giants. Then we go to Dallas. This is the Eagles schedule. Yeah. Then we get a bye. Then we go back to the Giants. Then we play Cleveland, Seattle, Green Bay, New Orleans, Arizona, Dallas. Then we play Washington. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: <laughs> I, forget, I forget you guys are also playing the NFC West this year. This is going to be the hardest year. And
0: I don't think the Texans are going to make it. I saw their schedule. Their schedule is pretty gruesome. Titans are hot. Colts are there.
1: You know, but, this is going to be the worst year of my well, life. Well, that's
2: another thing with that division is like, do you, like I don't know if I trust the Colts. I trust the, the Rivers, Titans and the I Titans. Can, you just you just never know with them. I, I are the they Titans. going to play like they played in the postseason last year, or I think they're going to
0: play how they were playing with Tannehill when he took over, <laughs> and that's elite football, elite. Uh, yeah, Tannehill is playing at a great level. He's actually not too far off in the MVP conversation. If you put up his numbers side-by-side side with everybody else we mentioned,
2: Tannehill is there.
1: Well, I'm going to go with my prediction. That's none of them teams.
2: You don't think anybody's going to make it out of them?
1: Mm-mm. I think the league is too—especially in the NFC. The NFC is too loaded for those teams to come back from a deficit. I think— you got the Rams, you got the Cards, you got the Seahawks. That's three teams in the same yeah, division also, and 49ers. I
2: also think it speaks volumes. What is the only division in the entire league without an two team? The NFC West, by far the best division in the league, and I would not be surprised to th- see that's three teams. playoff. I don't. I would not be surprised to see no, three playoff.
1: Then you got happen, division, but it won't Bay, be the 49ers. But then you got Tampa Bay and you got New Orleans. That's six good teams already. Then Green Bay. That's seven. That's That's three divisions now. The NFC is crazy. That's
2: the the thing about those NFC teams. As much as I want to say, like the Lions or the Eagles, schedule wise and standings wise, they're in such a dogfight. I I don't see how they make it. It's
0: between two teams it's between the Texans and the Lions. I'm not giving up on the Lions. I I picked them to win a division. You picked them to win a division? Yeah, they probably won't win a division, but I'll pick them to make the playoffs. Mm. And the reason I say this is because they're getting Kenny Galladay back. Huge, huge piece. But after week five, which is their bye week, so starting week six, Mm -hmm. their schedule is going to be the Jaguars, I think that's winnable, the Falcons, winnable, the Colts, winnable, Winnable. the Vikings, winnable, Washington, winnable, the Panthers, winnable. I think Those Those are are
1: also a couple of losable games. Yeah, I
0: think they can win those. I'm not saying they're going to go on a six-game win streak, but I think those are all winnable games. And Mm -hmm. I think they can kind of go toe-to-toe with every team, that's not that's so elite in the NFL, especially if they get healthy. I mean, Desmond Trufant was out last week. They started Jeff Okuda finally, but Desmond Trufant was out. Kenny Galladay has been injured. He hasn't been back yet. I think he's, he might come back this week. Mm-hmm. So once they get everybody healthy, I think they'll finally start to I hope win so. I like games.
3: Matthew
2: Stafford, man. Yeah, I, I, I do hope they make it because I like the Lions. I root for them week to week. They should and, be one and one right now.
0: And like you said, the Eagles are only two right now, so... These are just the hardest games: the Ravens, the Steelers, the Cowboys, the Seahawks, the Packers, the Saints, the Cardinals, the Browns, you gotta, the Niners. You gotta throw Washington. Dallas. Yeah, that,
2: that Washington lost really. Those hard are like ten guys. games that they could they could probably lose seven of those because with a, with a schedule like that, you really need to capitalize on the games like Washington.
1: The same situation with last year. We didn't capitalize on with yeah, games like exactly. Miami, and we. Put ourselves in deep holes.
2: I'm going to say the Texans. Just for mm. no other reason than I think the AFC is much weaker as a conference. And I don't think their schedule is as gruesome as some of the teams that we've been mentioning. You know, the best team that they see probably is Tennessee twice. I'm mm. looking at it right now. They get New England once. They get Detroit once.
1: They still got to play the Colts twice. They,
2: they play Green Bay too. And they play the Colts, but I'm not sold on the Colts. Especially, they've been dealing with some injuries uh, I'm not sold on the Colts or the Jaguars. That's why I give the Texans a chance in that division, and I also never will count Deshaun Watson out.
1: Side question. Who do you have coming out of that division?
2: I, I'm going to say the Titans. I think the Titans the, are going
0: to win. The Titans, yeah.
1: I feel like you picked the Colts and you just changed I, your I answer. did
2: pick the Colts, but as uh, what I'm seeing now, I'll pick the Titans. Me too. I have not been impressed with the Colts at all. I thought they were going to look much better.
1: I never had faith in them.
2: I mean, the, the blowout against Minnesota... It wasn't really
0: when I was watching the game, it really didn't feel like they kind of imposed their will on them. It just felt
2: <laughs> kind of like they stumbled upon it. Yeah. And playing against Kirk Cousins, who yeah. we just had a discussion about, is he, has he been essentially the least valuable quarterback in the league so far through two weeks? So, yeah. Like you said, maybe they just stumbled upon one there. And the Jaguars, do we really think the Jaguars are going to be even competitive after? The next few weeks. Just remember, if they win against the Dolphins, they'll be two and one. Just remember, which me. which is
1: ridiculous. Me and you went back and forth on Philip Rivers, and you said he's going to get them to the playoffs. They should
3: have signed. I Jamis. think he can. Yeah.
2: I Ooh. thought. I think. I think Jameis would have been a better fit for the Colts. Colts Jameis would have been bad.
0: I don't know. Like <laughs> outside of outside of Tampa Bay, or like I really didn't see another fit for Jameis.
2: New England? Nah,
0: not definitely not New England.
2: I I think that Bill Belichick could take anybody and make them look good.
0: I mean, Jameis isn't bad, though. I just think that they wouldn't want to deal with all the turnovers. Their styles would clash, too. Jameis is more of a, a vertical quarterback. He doesn't and, like that short stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, look, now we're going to do our final segment of this show. It's NFL Pick'Em Week
1: 3. Did I win last week?
0: Yeah, by one. I think I was like one pick behind you. And who you. won Week 1? Uh, I think you. I'm yeah. just I'm
1: different. <laughs> I'm just different.
0: But this is okay. We're probably we're probably gonna as when this video comes out, one of the games is gonna be done the Jaguars and Dolphins. Don't even
1: check that game.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean the game hasn't even started, All
1: I right, don't even good.
3: think.
2: Yeah, no. But okay. It should be kicking off like now, but
0: so yeah. we're gonna go oh I'm gonna start. It's Who do you guys winning? Yeah.
2: Dolphins or
0: Jaguars? Who wins Jaguars. that game?
2: I'm going Miami. Oh,
0: such a bad Thursday. <laughs> I'm going to night. Minshew. DJ Chark is out. I have Miami. Yep. I
2: like Miami. I think they looked really good the first two weeks. I Playing think they get New their England, first win, and then they they played the Bills really well last week. Yeah,
0: they get their first win. I like Minshew. I think he's just
1: gonna gun it out and get the W.
0: Forty ers versus Giants.
1: The Giants' offense is good, like really good. I don't think Sh- Shepherd is playing this week, right? Shepherd is out, and so is Saquon. So I'm gonna go, but the Niners nobody's playing. Right, yeah,
2: are the Niners actually gonna play? That's a huge question mark because we if don't they know play, what I'm gonna
1: take Niners because the Giants are just not good.
2: I'm also gonna take the Niners with an asterisk because I don't know between now and the time they play the game,
1: somebody could get hurt again.
2: I have no idea what they're gonna say about MetLife Field, but right now, I'll take the Niners.
0: Let me see. Looking at the teams, <laughs> looking at who's out. I think the Giants upset them.
1: It's not even an upset though. If they win, With I all think it is. definitely an upset. With all the injuries, you would call it an upset. Yeah,
0: I think they beat. Okay. I think they beat the Niners this okay. week. Washington versus the Browns.
2: That's a good game.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, I don't know. Um, uh, let me see. Let me see. The Browns. They didn't look bad last week.
2: It looked good against the Bengals.
1: Uh, Baker actually played well for the
2: first time that was, a, since that
1: was what seemed like his rookie year. They let the, they kind of let the Bengals get, get it too close in the fourth, though. You know what? I'm going to go Washington. I'm going to go with my division this week.
2: I'm going to go Cleveland. I think they build off a good week against the Bengals.
1: Nah, hell no. I'm going to go Cleveland. I don't want Washington <laughs> to win. I'm going to go Cleveland.
2: It's always tricky when a
0: team goes up against a great defensive line. Yeah. Because it's just unpredictable. If they could get enough pressure, it's pretty much going to be... A horrible day, but I have Cleveland too. I think I, I,
2: I'm going to be rooting for Washington, though. I'm going to be rooting for them all year long. River yeah, Bowl I Ron, like Washington. Dwayne Haskins, I love. I love what they got
0: going I on. I want them there to lose so, so bad. So
2: next game, Bengals versus Eagles. Who wins that game?
1: I don't even know. Um,
2: I'm, I'm going to say Bengals. This is the second week in a row I picked. The, I'm going to be. I picking picked the, the Bengals. Eagles
1: twice and I lost twice. So they better even, not burn me. Um. You know what? I believe in our secondary to, to do some damage, so I'm going to go ahead, and if we stop AJ Green and Tyler Board, we'll be okay. We just got to stop the run, too, with Joe Mixon, so you know what? I'm going to go Philly. I'm going to get my first win with Philly this week. I'm yeah, I Philly. think
0: the Eagles bounce back and beat them. I got Philly. Raiders versus Patriots. Patriots. Cam Newton. I got the Patriots, too.
2: But I shouldn't have said it that quick, because the Raiders played really Yo, well.
1: Darren Waller Saints. is mad nice.
0: Not yet. The Raiders played well. That stadium's awesome. So the Bears and Falcons.
1: Bears, Bears.
0: I think the Falcons get the
2: first one of this season.
1: Think so. I like yeah. Mitch.
2: Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. <laughs> do you really? I do. I really do. I think he's got potential. But oh man, <laughs> potential is very
0: yeah, a very interesting word.
1: Ooh.
2: Rams versus Bills.
1: Oh, Bills. I'm going Rams.
0: Uh, that's a hard game for me. That's gonna be a
1: good ass game. Yeah.
2: That defense. And the Bills' defense is so good. Jared
1: Goffers, that
0: defense. I'm going to go with. I think the Bills win this game too. I think they they beat the Rams. Texans versus Steelers. Steelers. Texans. I just picked them to make the playoffs, so they better start winning some (laughs) games. I got the Steelers in that game.
1: That defense is crazy.
0: Titans versus Vikings. Uh, Titans. uh, Titans. I got the Titans too. Panthers versus Chargers.
1: Chargers. Chargers. I think the Chargers
0: build off that momentum from
1: Justin me. Herbert is playing this week. Mm-hmm. Chargers.
0: I got the Panthers winning their first game of the season. Okay.
1: Jets versus Colts. Colts. Every time the Jets come up, just know I'm not going to pick you guys. Colts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Part of me really does want to pick the Jets. the The Colts have looked so sluggish, but the Jets have also looked. They're going to look really, bad. really good
1: against you guys. Watch. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> They're going to look really good against you guys.
2: A lot depends. I would love to see the injury report before I said this, but I'm going to go Colts. I'm going Jets.
0: (laughs) Sam Darnold always has a great game against the Colts I want to.
2: I want to pick the Jets so bad, but I just can't believe in them after what they've shown the first two weeks. So I'm going with the Jets.
0: I think they they win. (laughs) I think a lot of teams get the first wins of the season. I hope I'm wrong.
2: Cowboys versus Seahawks. 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 And that's no knock on the Cowboys. I just that's think
1: the Russell Seahawks Russell. are
2: awesome. Yeah, I have the
0: Seahawks too. Lions versus Cardinals.
2: Cardinals.
1: You say Kenny Galladay is coming back this week? He might. Uh, he might. Um, so I'm going to go Kyler Murray. Is that a Monday night game or not?
0: Nah? No, nah, Sunday. Right. If Kenny Galladay plays, I have the Lions. If he doesn't, I have the Cardinals. Buccaneers versus Broncos.
1: Bucks. Bucks.
2: Bucks. If the Broncos are healthy, maybe it would be a...
1: It'd be a better game, but I would still pick the Bucs.
2: Packers versus Saints. It's in New Orleans.
0: Is Michael
1: Thomas playing? No. Packers. No, Packers. Yeah. Saints.
0: I got the Packers.
1: Yeah, Drew Brees doesn't look the same without Mike Thomas.
0: Now the last game, the Chiefs versus the Ravens.
1: Oh.
2: Um... That's gonna be a great Monday That's night. That's two back to back games.
1: Wow. When Packers Saints played Sunday night. Yep. And then Monday night is the Chiefs, Ravens. You know what? Lamar Jackson's never beaten Pat Mahomes. And I think it's gonna stay that way.
0: I'm also going Chiefs. I think Lamar gets his first win against the Chiefs. I'm going with the Ravens. Okay, okay. So that does it for our week three NFL pick'ems. And this does it for this episode of the Pick side podcast. We want to thank jack for being on the show in such short notice
2: it's my pleasure man
0: and it was a blast to have him and we hope to have we hope you guys enjoyed this episode be sure to follow us on instagram at pick aside podcast and subscribe to our youtube channel which is called pick aside as well we finally <laughs> got to 300 subscribers so hopefully we can get to 400 within the next episode who knows that's in so, a week <laughs> yeah not even a week <laughs> so thank you guys for listening and see you next time